Welcome to Marvel Cinematic University, the podcast where we talk about everything in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And if there's a long-term quarantine where nothing else is coming out, we talk about things outside the Marvel Cinematic Universe, other Marvel properties. And we're talking about a Marvel movie that a lot of people have forgotten or tried to forget. We're talking about the movie, of course, Ghost Rider, starring Nicolas Cage. What do you mean? I mean, you're here. Oh, we'll, we'll get to the we'll get to the guest in a second. Who's this is the one that this is one that cut, that jumped the jump started the whole Marvel universe, right? <laughs> this is when it started. This is where they're like, "Have your billion now." Yeah. So I'm Christie, and I'm joined by, of course, Jerome Chang. Um, I just watched it. I finished it 20 minutes ago. And Let's Anthony Cant on the third. Man, it took me a while to watch this movie. Finished it finally yesterday over the last two weeks. <laughs> and as you heard, uh, our special guest, someone who I think knows Nick Cage better than he knows himself. One, NBA writer extraordinaire, Zach Harper. Zach, thank you so much for joining us on our oh first Nicholas Cage episode. I would, have been, I would have been offended if I wasn't the guest on this one. Like, I would have <laughs> never talked to you guys again. Um, I... What's funny is I just finished watching, it just happened to be up on my rewatch, is I just finished watching the Nicolas Cage episode of Community. Mm-hmm. And then I jumped into this movie and it literally ended about a minute before I jumped on the call with mm-hmm. you guys. Oh, that's perfect. So yeah, it, yeah it's like, I was just, it's just been a cage day for me. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, I You're locked have it in the cage. I'm locked in the cage. I'm always <laughs> in the cage. I might be the cage at this point. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, you, you, you look in your closet and there's like old dinosaur skulls that you stole from like Kazakhstan. You're like, oh no, I'm Nicolas Cage now. <laughs> one, of the cool, one of the best moments, uh, one of the best, like, I guess 36 hours of my life was went to New Orleans to, uh, to watch David Borey film his Comedy Central half hour special. Uh, the day of the special, I walked around New Orleans. I went to the infamous cemetery where nick cage has his little pyramid mausoleum mm-hmm. thing i checked it out and then i went to the went to the taping stayed up all night got on a flight the next day came home and uh can't tell you like that is the way to spend 36 hours that is how you do new orleans they all yeah. say exactly it's like marty that's what Rob. they say no marty, they say. marty nah go see nick no. cage's mausoleum uh so yeah this movie is i think uh <laughs> It's I a think movie. the thing that makes it great is that, and when I say it's great, I mean fun to talk about because it's not great. But it, that is the perfect combination of like the pre-MCU, we don't know what to do with superhero movies movie, and melded with a Nick Cage movie. Because it is, it's still, even though it's a Marvel movie, it is still a quintessentially <laughs> Nick Cage movie in a lot of great ways. And um, I just want to first talk to Zach about, before we get into categories or discussing, you know, where do you feel like this fits in the general Nick Cage canon as like, you know, in terms of his career? It's tough because like you have to very much split this into different segments, right? Like there's everything up until Con Air. And Con Air is like when he was like, I'm just gonna be an action star. Yeah, like this is what this is what <laughs> I would I'm actually. I, I would actually of... end it at leaving Las Vegas is the end of the first part, and then he decides the next three movies I do, I'm gonna be The Rock, Con Air, and Face Off. Like that right. decision to win an Oscar yeah. and then do that, yeah. I think is like yeah. He's like, craziest... all right, I've won my I've won my Oscar. What if I just made a billion dollars that I didn't give to the IRS? Like, what exactly. if I did that? Like, that's that's <laughs> essentially what he did. And then we have this is like right up against that timeline of oh shit, I owe money to the IRS. So like he's still collecting checks. Like he's still um, he's got national national treasure franchise coming out around this time. Um, he does the sequel, obviously. Spoiler alert! 
there's a sequel. Um, and then, and then around that time, around like 07, 08 is when it's kind of like, uh Oh, Nick's yeah. in some uh, money, money <laughs> trouble. And it's time. And like, it is time to pay the piper. And so that's but when he just starts saying yes to a comic book fan. So yeah, they had to cover up. He has a Johnny blaze tattoo that they had to cover up in CGI because obviously Johnny blaze can't have a Johnny blaze tattoo. Hey guys, 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 guys! You all froze for me. I apologize. I uh, I don't know what's up with my internet. Uh, I apologize. So I last thing I heard was he has a Johnny Blaze tattoo from you, Zach. Um, and then yes. I was trying to say that that yeah, they had to cover up it with CGI. And then so yes, guys, just audience, my internet cut out here. So if it's confusing, that's why. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> uh, oh wait, so you didn't get the Johnny Depp stuff? No. Oh, Johnny Depp was supposed to be. Ghost Rider okay. in the nineties. Yeah. Yes. And and the, and once Nick found out about that, he, in the like one, it kind of fell apart a bunch of times as most movies that Nick Cage ends up doing in the last twenty years were movies that fell apart for decades. Mm-hmm. And so as he as these fell apart, then he started politicking yeah. behind the scenes and said, "No, I'm jo- I'm going to be Johnny Blaze." And, and I think that you can then, even though Nick starts to do some getting them checks movies in the late aughts, I think you really can cut off this part period of his career with. The Sorcerer's Apprentice, because that movie losing yeah. so much money, basically like, because that was also directed by John Turtletaub, who did both the uh, the National Treasure movies, and that movie was it ended up technically making its money back overseas and stuff like that, but it was made on like a hundred sixty million dollar budget and only made sixty three million dollars domestically. I just looked up, and so that will kind of that will kind of kill your mainstream career, and you have to start doing. More, more you have to be a volume shooter when it comes to movies right and right which you know you know i'd love me some volume shooting so i'm all in on that mm-hmm. i i also would say in terms of where this stands this is a lot this movie is a lot closer to national treasure than people realize in terms of just quality of movie <laughs> i haven't seen national treasure in a bit so i can't comment on that it's from what i remember stuff. from what i remember i national treasure was a lot better than this but i could be wrong i haven't seen it in a while oh man i just watched it i let me tell you <laughs> In the cage. In the cage. In the cage. I'm all about this. I know. I, I assume you weren't a big Ghost Rider fan from the comics, but can you give us a little what? background? Uh, who who no, is, who is Ghost Rider? Well, Ghost Rider is basically this. Um, if you didn't get it from watching this movie, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, what to tell no, you. it's this pretty clear. <laughs> it's pretty clear. I mean, just, just, I mean, just basically, and as far as the fandom, yes. Like, um, I, I'm interested to a degree. I actually thought there was this uh point where ghost rider shows up in a world war hulk and he's basically he's kicking the hulk's ass he's like destroying him but then like hulk uh, the hulk at the time this story was where hulk was sent to another planet because they say he was uh he was just he was just too chaotic as a monster or whatever Mm -hmm. so he comes back and basically tries to you know get revenge on all the heroes who sent him over there so they sent ghost rider to fight him and he's beating on hulk and whatever and at the end, Ghost Rider just looks at him and does the "you're innocent" uh, thing. That, which, by the way, is that 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 scene in the movie was my favorite. By the way, can oh, we talk about yeah, how- I wrote a note down uh, about so that. That Ghost Rider has the power of empathy. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Blaze is woke. Let me tell you. Um, but yeah, like as far as the, as far as the character goes, obviously it's a. Uh, it's a, it's 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 so uh, different. It goes into kind of like the the more spiritual side of mm-hmm. of the Marvel aspect. You go into the Doctor Strange um, part with the magic and and kind of that supernatural type of thing. Um, I I actually 
it's a it's a lesser known character, but it's a character that I've always kind of found interesting because it's almost like these two sides are trying to like uh, compete with each other um, in terms of his uh, his alter ego and the, um, the person in both worlds. Yes, exactly. I mean, look, there, there's raise your hand if you can walk in both worlds. Only his hand should be up. Right now, none of us can go outside, so no, this we, is huge. No. Can, can you walk in our own world? Uh, <laughs> so yeah, in this movie, we meet Johnny Blaze, and we first meet him as a teenager, or we're supposed to believe that guy looks like he's like thirty. He this, looks, yeah. <laughs> this. Uh, Let me just say this: sure. I'm offended at the level of actor they had portray young Nick Cage. Yeah. <laughs> This guy sucks. He can't yeah. act. He's a terrible no. fake crier. Like, mm-hmm. just, he's awful. Yes. And uh, so he's, he, he does stunts with his dad. Um, they're both daredevils, um, but not daredevil, <laughs> which is, of course, another movie directed by the guy who made this movie. But that's the I was there. curious how this, like, origin story doesn't lead to him becoming daredevil. Like, that's <laughs> exactly where we're going with this. No? Yeah. Uh, so he uh, learns that his dad is uh, dying of lung cancer because his dad just so happens to leave a note from the hospital in the trash, perfectly uncrumpled right. so we can see it. Um, yeah. Uh, and he is really sad about it. And a mysterious man who is so obviously the devil, just <laughs> like, just you just screams devil off of him comes and makes him a proposition when thunder strikes the shadow shows the figure of a devil so yeah i thought that was pretty cool Malcolm. i, I thought like, that I, was I, donald I, sterling cool. <laughs> i didn't oh i just thought donald sterling was hanging out at a carnival yeah <laughs> yeah and that in the contract was actually an nda but no um so the devil shows up played by peter fonda who i think if i'm being honest is one of like two good performances in this movie um alter ego mephisto Mephisto. Yes. yes, that I mean that is I think that's that's from the Bible. I should associate Bible text because the devil's not actually in the Bible. Yada yada yada. But um, yeah, I think. How did what do you guys think of Peter Fonda as the devil? Because I really really liked him in this movie. I think he was he was fun. He was goofy. I, I like how mad he got at him at the end, saying you'll pay for this. Which I'm not exactly. I at that point, because it's the end of the movie, I'm just not really thinking straight about what I'm watching. Right. So when he just says, no, I'm going to keep my power, A, can't the devil just take it away yeah. if he wants to? Yeah. And B, <laughs> yeah. How, is, how was that a slight on him? I couldn't figure that out. Yeah, this movie made me realize I know next to nothing about the devil. Because yeah. I was real confused by that too. Like, I thought, like, you're the devil. You can... You can do what you want. So, also, something yeah. that didn't make sense to me, this sure. contract, it's a thousand souls, which sounds which like a lot. lot. But it's a lot of souls. Yeah. Think about like, there are probably a thousand people died in the time we started recording this, right? Not to get That's dark, true, but like, right. that, that was not that many. <laughs> but no, like, they're not. dark souls, I think. They're tormented souls or something. Which, I mean, again, sure. I suppose, but like, I don't know. We don't know. But I, 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 I was comparing it a lot when I was watching it to my personal favorite portrayal of the devil in a movie is Peter Starmar as the devil in Constantine, I think is the best devil right. ever he put on screen. I mean, I love that movie. That's one of my favorite movies well, ever. But I, I, I think that he, I think that is like much more devilly than- I'm gonna uh, go, I'm gonna go yeah. Liz Hurley, Bedazzled. Okay. I have oh, nev- never actually seen yeah. Bedazzled. I understand yeah. she does yeah, play the devil. Yeah, she was great in that. She's a great devil. Yeah. Um, but I think Peter Fonda is good 
as the devil and he basically you know makes himself soul uh to save his dad um but because he's the devil the dad's lung cancer is cured but he dies the way that contract happened by the way was really funny would not stand up in court i'm sorry it just wouldn't (laughs) i just i just one second there was nothing Mm -hmm. there and then just a little lick of blood and i was just like oh there we go it pricked his finger that's i mean it's pretty obvious what happened there they do that in john wick too Mm-hmm. True. Right, yes, like the the blood, but that that's seemed true. more voluntary. But it's a fingerprint, though, right. and right. also yeah. he definitely has time to look it over. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it would. Uh, I mean, we, speaking of Keanu, the only time we've ever seen the devil in a courtroom was in The Devil's Advocate. So right. I mean, I was going to throw Pacino Pacino out there as one of the all time. <laughs> yeah, he's a great devil. Great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, the dad dies in a you know stunt uh, and. Obviously, as you might imagine, if you sold your soul to the devil and your dad ended up dying, he he, he feels pretty bad he about it. Mad, he's got to yeah. leave his yeah. love behind, who is eventually played by Eva Mendez, but then is played by I, I don't know this random uh, other younger actor. And then we go forward in time, and Johnny Blaze is a world famous stunt uh, daredevil to the point where they report on him on the local news. Well, not only local news, like the national news. Which I is yeah. there, has there ever been a daredevil like in our lives? Time? That there was that was on the national news. No, I mean, no, not, like, to, not to that extent. Yeah, Levitard's show had the dude who was like a balancing act on a on a high wire. Right, right. That doesn't count necessarily as national news. It is national coverage, but it's also they only yeah. threw him on there because it was on ABC. So I also think the thing too is that it's not that Johnny Blaze is getting, it, 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 the way the news coverage goes is it implies that anytime he does anything, it's a new story. It's not he like- He also is batting this, 500 for stunts based on what we saw in this. Right, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's not good at it. No, he's like, real bad at it. This movie yeah. started off as Hot Rod. Before we actually- <laughs> <laughs> this is like if Hot Rod was good. That's what I would say. This movie. Shout out to Mace. Um, I hope Mace hears that. Um, By the way, I'm also I'm I'm one of the few people I actually I am not a big hot rod guy. I don't I I, I, don't, I don't know if I go as far as you, but I did generally agree with you more. Movie uh, than yeah sucked. yeah I don't think it's that good. terrible. But uh, anyway, speaking of uh, you know stunts and stuff, he's got his best friend and his like. I'm a big Donalo guy. I think I'm the only person to ever say that in the history of the world. I mean, oh, you guys froze again. Hello? I can hear you. you. Hear, I can you hear you. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I've seen the Tao of Steve. I was a big fan. That's mm-hmm. a real, it's a, now that I look back on it, it's a pretty problematic movie. But I remember at the time going, this is pretty good. <laughs> I just think of their first scene together and how, and like, it's really not about his character, but, uh, Johnny Blaze drinks jelly beans. Yeah, because he doesn't drink alcohol. And let yeah. me tell you, this dude is drunk off the jellies. Like this dude <laughs> very, is very, very. He's into jelly beans, the Carpenters, and uh, mo- like monkey, like chimpanzee karate, chimpanzee. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, it's, but a, even it's like, a. Even on the bus, a... he was like, "There's this really good th- like." There are a lot of. He's things super here. into marsupials. <laughs> like he is like super into it when he's looking yeah. through the books like I, when he's looking through all them devil books i was like wow cage is really acting his ass off here like you could see like the demonic he, dev- 
his transformation scene once we get to that point i mean i know we're just kind of like running all over the place but there i would say up until the point that he becomes ghost rider a rather subdued performance Yes. He's laying the groundwork. He's laying the foundation, right? He's just letting yeah. me know that X could get <laughs> a to a point. And then it gets to a point and he, he goes full cage. Um, I do want to say, I, you know, it is kind of news that he's doing all this stuff because if you think about it, he has his own video game where you just jump stuff. One, right. what a boring right. video game. But two, <laughs> he's the Tony Hawk of, like, Daredevils. It's essentially what was going on there. Yeah. I remember, though, like... I think I had a motocross game like that was like for Microsoft. Yes, there was one. Yeah. By the way, motocross I did Madness, I did I drop out fun. for like a minute and a half. So Jerome, thank you for recording. Oh no no, we're good. <laughs> I I assumed you, I didn't you didn't miss anything I said. I just was talking about how I liked Donald Logan as an actor. That's all I. Was oh saying. yeah no, I just, we just went on a tangent about uh, how much Johnny Blaze loves drinking jelly beans and chimp. I mean, it is such a. <laughs> It's such a like a movie thing. Like oh, you and your jelly beans again. It's like I, I don't need this. <laughs> Well, he doesn't yeah, drink. I th- like I said, I, I thought know. he was acting his ass off there. That's fair. He was. Yeah. I'll give until, you that. Really, <laughs> until they get to him actually becoming the character of Ghost Rider, a lot of choices. Just mm-hmm. a lot of just, <clears throat> I'm going to do this. When he drinks his like full like black coffee right before his stunt. He's just chugging mm-hmm. it chugging mm-hmm. yeah and i guess it's supposed to be foreshadowing that he can drink like such a hot thing without feeling affected yeah. is that what we were getting there oh That's that what would I make sense yeah. that, right okay so you know there are things <laughs> so let's talk about what i uh i think is probably the weakest part of the movie is the the villain in this movie believe it or not is not the devil <laughs> the devil in this movie How is, is the not devil the not the lead villain like that I doesn't <laughs> He just How shows up in the beginning and shows up at the end. What is this? Because yeah. this is the devil with all the powers mm. and none of the weaknesses. Yeah, that is fair. But his <laughs> wouldn't that just his... be the devil? That's fair. Again, I know nothing <laughs> about the devil. It seems like yeah, it's... I don't know what the weaknesses of the devil were. Like we haven't established that at that point too. Um, right. Also, your villain was called Black Heart. Yeah, yeah. It's, not oh, a, yeah. it's not a strong villain. Um, it's not a great name. You, yeah, no, and you, really you know, you mentioned, if you think about it. It, it, yeah, it's the Chris Cody of, of this, uh, of this villain world. Like it's, and I love Chris. Chris is my guy, but that's he's the Chris Cody of the villain world. Oh um, man, here's the thing. You mentioned like you could have used more Peter Fonda, right? Like I could have mm-hmm. used way less Wes Bentley. Yes, way I was saying Wes Bentley. I have a note. I, I took some notes. Not many that are important. One of them is literally just. Wes Bentley, dot, 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 yikes. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is, it didn't happen for him. And usually I feel bad when that happens in Hollywood. I, I'm not, not really dreading all the great Wes Bentley movies we missed. Uh, no, what's he been, other than American Beauty, what's. He showed. Yeah, American Beauty was probably like the only one I remember him being in. And then I right. think back in the day, there were rumors that he was going to become Peter Parker or he was one of, like, the one that eventually Tobey Maguire got. Really? Yeah, I think he was in the running. Because, like, if you just wow. look at him, he's he's a white dude with brown hair and fits the age at that time. So I think that was kind of the idea. Yeah. Like, and especially if you base it off of what his character was in American Beauty, he was a high school student. So yeah, as eligible <laughs> as any actor at the time. He's in The Hunger Games? I don't remember. He was, yeah. Yes, he was. That's a good point. He's an interstellar? Jeez. All right, he was. Wow. 
Well, I'm going to be changing my internet source, so if I drop out uh, yeah. for a second. Of course he's in Jonah Hex. Of course he's in Jonah Hex. Which could be part of the extended universe of Ghost Rider, if you think about it. Yeah, so, all right, let, let's let let's get back to the important things, that yes. Ghost Rider sets up the cinematic universe. Like yeah, it, okay, right. It is... I don't think that happens. Granted, it was probably in the works leading up to that, but why would you make Ghost Rider if it doesn't lead right into you know, Iron Man and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I, well, just, AC, I feel I like mean, it's, it's it. AC, your favorite thing about where the universe is going right now is the fact that there's this idea of a multiverse. Mm-hmm. And to have a multiverse, you would need people who can walk between worlds. 100%. Yep. Uh, and the argument, I mean, listen, it, listen, this movie makes it uh, an argument on its own because it's a completely, entirely different universe than anything that we've seen in MCU. That's right? for sure. Yeah. I Who do knows? Maybe phase four, phase five is then going to this universe for all we know. Yeah. I mean, oh, I would be it. back in the cage, baby. Back in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> bring him back. He can still play it. Are you kidding me? Those He's actually gone go on record saying he doesn't want to play him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see if he, right let's see if he says one. that when with the Marvel <laughs> money that, coming yeah, in. When they throw yeah. that to well, yeah. right, yeah. the turn into Sam Elliott role, right? Right. But like we but could treat it away. Dead? That's a great idea, no. by the way. Sam Elliott, no, was, no. he's still alive. Is he? He's still around. He's kicking I don't it. know. I don't know. Yeah, he Looking got nominated for an Oscar like two years ago. <laughs> I mean, that's so two did. years ago, though. Yeah, that's two years that's ago. True. That's true. Yeah, but like I feel, I don't know. I it feels like that would be a death. That I'm know, looking it up. Remember. Don't worry. Okay, oh, here's the alive. Sacramento alive. 1940. Yep. Oh, he's the same age as my dad. Holy shit. Yeah, that's the the funny thing is that he's from Sacramento when he like plays no, never has never played anyone who's not from Texas or Arizona. Um he's got that but sweet he's, voice though. Yeah. Um, I mean I I'll be honest with you, Ian Carmel Sam Elliott is one of the things that brings me joy in life. Uh <laughs> oh that's all I could think about while watching this. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I had Jake, yeah. I, Jake, I had a question. Sure. And I had a question sure. for everybody here. What did y'all think about Blackheart's uh, band of misfits. Um, I thought there was a little cultural appropriation going on with the with the with the dude who had the wind based powers. He had a little dreads going. On. I was like, "What's happening mm-hmm, with you, buddy?" Mm-hmm. Um, they're, a little, they're a little out there. They're a little I just thought there. that was lead singer Corn, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I just had uh, one note about his whole crew, and I wrote it down, and I just wrote "Wet Demon." <laughs> <laughs> It's a wet demon. It's a wet demon. Just just comes out of the water wet. And his power was being wet. Yeah, his power was just kind of like, oh, you stepped in this puddle. Gotcha, bitch. Like, that's what it was. Like, it's... (laughs) That's that's his only power. Um, Yeah, the... Well, all right. So I he was blew very a home thrown court off. Advantage. He, he like had him underwater and I somehow know. evaporated in his own. And 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 Ghost Rider was just like waiting for it. Like he yeah. did, he mm-hmm. he tricked him into into his own demise. Like he was like, yes. "Oh yeah, bring me underwater." I got oh, got you. Now you're evaporated. and no one had thought of that before. No, no one, one had thought of that before. Yeah, but I, but I had some questions about race in this movie as well mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. and I don't want to I don't want to be out of line here but i was shocked to see black people at johnny's shows in the crowd <laughs> like taking pictures it doesn't feel that feels like a very white thing it really does yeah which was kind of surprising um i was watching this and i couldn't help but think about the earlier news from nascar about banning confederate flags yes thinking yeah. i was gonna see at least one at yeah. the show 
I don't know. So, I feel like I'm I'm torn because I think that you're right on the one hand, Zach, but I also think like in Texas and stuff like that, like where everyone's country, like where it's not just white people being country, I think that you might, and not as many, but I think yeah. that there definitely are places, maybe not Dallas even, but like I feel like if, you know, there's some areas of Texas I feel like where the white people and the black people are equally country. So I, I don't know. So you now, might be right though. You bring up a good point because I think like Austin would mm-hmm. be prime example for what you're talking about. However, I don't feel like people from Austin would go to those shows. So That's it's true. like a very- I guess like, like I'm thinking of like some, like I think that like wherever Kendrick Perkins is from, I feel like they, okay. you know, yeah. like they, I feel like the black people there probably go. I could see it. Steven Jackson going to one of these jumps. Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, this this is just another example that this movie is uh way way ahead of its time. It's woke mm-hmm. as hell. I mean, look woke look at what hell. he does does in the jail. I mean, that's yeah. just like the, the greatest prison thing. alone. And he yeah. shows no like he you know he messes up some cops. You know, uh, there is one innocent <laughs> member in that prison cell. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it was a twelve year old black kid. Like, I, how was he in there with adults? <laughs> I mean, I mean, Zach, have you learned nothing that's over like, the last two weeks? I mean, <laughs> also. <laughs> Some severe, like, well, all right, we've obviously much worse. I'm not making light, but police brutality off the bat. Oh, like, oh just like yeah. it is a very woke movie. Yes. So I think unintentionally, because just based on <laughs> the guy, the filmmaker's other, like, just knocks his, his jaw off. Yeah. And they just, he goes to say hi to his girlfriend slash news reporter, and they just shoot him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> terrible another statement when um because our good friend blackheart just upgrades into legion at a point mm-hmm. and, <laughs> the and worst when dialogue. he's viewing all the evil souls in him i paid careful attention not a single black soul oh, well, how about but, that? but wasn't uh like wasn't it in like a town in mexico like a hundred years ago though so when it, i mean i were there any latina because all they all should have been latino souls that's a good point that's a fair point. Yeah. Also, did anyone? I, I consider myself incredibly good at following plots and movies. Did, did can anyone explain to me what the deal with that town was and why it was like? It. Get, I mean, I just Great was completely question. lost. It's like this is re- that. Like the thing that I never understood is okay. So why is this town in particular the one that uh, Blackheart needs to take over in order to? No, Jake, you cut out there. I think oh, we yeah, Jake cut out lost there. Jake for a moment again. I will say this, though. Yeah. It was like, all right, now a thousand souls starts to seem like a big deal again because, like, a town with a thousand people back then in New Mexico? I don't think I Albuquerque mean, has a thousand people in there now. Yeah. A thousand like, bad I don't, souls, too. Yeah, yeah a thousand true. bad souls. Okay, so it's just like a concentrated place of a bunch of bad people? There's like 90 tourists in that group. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, right. Yeah. It, just 90 shitty people like, oh, we heard San yeah. Vigenza. It's like, that's the place where you can do crime. We got to go. Mm-hmm. Could have gone to Disneyland, dad. <laughs> that, is, that is a quintessential like dad vacation. Like, oh, yeah. And, and he knows it sucks from like hour one, but he needs to insist that he likes it. Like, no, this is history. Just because like, you know, they, everyone's complaining. Anyway. Um, so. Uh, the, another, the other main character, well, there's two other big characters we've talked about. Um, let's first talk about Ava Mendez, um, who oh, I think goodness. is funny that we're supposed to believe that she and Nick Cage are the same age. Um, <laughs> that is pretty uh, fun to watch. But she is his long lost love, who's now a news reporter. And how she feels about him goes from disinterested to. I want to spend the rest of my life with you in maybe three frames. 
Um, yes. And I mean, I know Zach is thinking, of course, that's the effect She's of Nick in the cage. cage. What do you what do you expect? <laughs> She's back in the cage. Like, <laughs> I thought she, I thought Eva was mailing it in, boy. Woo. Oh yeah, mailing performance. <laughs> I'll oh. say this: it is not the same performance we got in Hitch. It no, is definitely no. not. Yeah, it is. No. Oh my gosh! It, it, she and, shadowed yeah. like a like a news reporter for a year to see like to do no, research for the role. Did she really? No. Oh, I don't know. I'm asking. I, I mean, that would be very funny. That would, I mean, for the one scene she reports the news. Actually, two scenes she reports the news. Yeah. I uh, mean, it really is a sign of the times because back then you didn't really have smartphones. So you had a lot of room in your purses for eight magic eight balls. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we're, we're clowning on her, but I just want to say that democracy dies in darkness. We, we respect the fifth estate. No, I mean, the fourth estate, you know. Uh, no. Uh, oh, it's not just, on her. I'm going to say that much. No, I'm kidding. Sure I just, her. I just love, uh, I just love the idea that she, the scenes of coming back to her at her date, where that's Jerome's background right now, is her like yeah. with her head in her hands at the date. That it is so obnoxious. How like the movie is just like mean to her in a way that it's like I get why she was phoning it in. It's like I don't need to mm-hmm. see her shrug that much. We get it. She had she's to sad. ask the waiter, "Does he think she's pretty?" And he says and no, this, which is crazy. Yeah, by the way, and he just goes, out. <laughs> "There is no conceivable combination of events in his life that would lead him to being like, eh." Yeah, exactly. like because even like, raised let, in the Playboy Mansion, and it's not still. You, she's still yeah. like. Yeah unbelievable and so and i'm thinking too like even let's say not interested in women let's say he's gay. sure sure even a gay man would be like oh you're slam what are you talking about like, exactly you gotta go on, right, right? like it's like, an objective there's no, truth there's that was the only bit of bad writing i could sense in that <laughs> <laughs> uh and then we can move on to the last major character uh we talked about sam elliott earlier he plays a character who has uh credited as caretaker who yes um was anyone here surprised when it was revealed that he was the la- re- last Ghost Rider? What? See, I didn't even know. I didn't even, see, I didn't even know there was a Phantom Rider. So, like, right after this movie ended, um, I, I went and went on Wikipedia, and I was like, "Oh, they used to do uh, like almost like a cowboy Ghost Rider." Just well, like this I didn't rest. know that there was a Phantom Rider because they don't call him that in the movie. That would be nah. nice to know that that was the term for him. No, they <laughs> call him Carter Slade, which I'm pretty sure is a character from Gossip Girl. Like Carter Slade has <laughs> yeah. got to be yes, just Carter a Slade. bad guy that yeah. Serena yeah. Vanderwoodson yeah. could not exactly could not like Carter Slade. She he like said that he had like you know weed at his dorm at NYU, but he ends up like screwing <laughs> her over. Yeah. Also, I uh, enjoyed I enjoyed, thoroughly enjoyed the fact that he rode out with Ghost Rider to the place and was like. All right, my job is done. I'm Deuces. good. He yeah. didn't really do anything. Yeah, that was his last ride. He, he had one more change, and he decided to do a 500 mile ride. <laughs> Are there nothing. ever really last rides with a series like Fast and the Furious in the great world? Question. That's a great question. That is. That's a good point. Oh, um, I don't know. Worlds. Maybe that's where they're going in Fast Ten. Maybe they're going to this realm. That would be so cool. Yeah. That'd be the... But like, okay, so if we say we combine this Ghost Rider world. Like, is there any? I mean, there's also gone in sixty seconds. Cause like, right. Well, I want to say, I want to say, if we combine those worlds, then we have a problem. We have to somehow make it that Ava Mendez became a reporter after being an FBI agent. Sorry, in sorry Jake, I do not believe that two Eva Mendez is a bad is a bad thing. I don't yeah, believe that. We have to resolve. We just now have two Eva that's, Mendez. That, that's, that's, oh, no, it's a long okay lost twin. You're right. You're right. Yeah, the multiverse. 
I think Jake froze again, but I think Jake froze. Yeah, yeah. But he's trying I to go between it. both worlds right now. I can hear you. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's I get it. All right, I'm back. I can see you. I, I could hear you guys the whole time, but uh, <laughs> there's a question of I don't know. My internet has been good here the entire time I've been here, ex- uh, literally until now. Actually, it was once ago, but I just don't. I don't know, and I really don't want to have to say a sentence. I'm gonna ask my parents if I could reset the Wi-Fi. Do you be, think? I, do you think Blackheart maybe like touched the modem? also what's the deal with that so when you lose your soul you turn blue i guess is what this movie wants you to believe yeah also, you why turn did the blue beer bottle and... freeze right i can see i mean he's cold i mean but he's from hell right but like the guy yeah that's a good point i actually I, I don't right, I there's just two plot holes in this movie there's just but that's basically where it ends that's where it ends. yeah sure. yeah. yeah everything else is rock solid i think i think that's what you call a flawless movie overall it was pretty flawless. Uh, just file. Is, just so, is that what we're doing so now? File? file? Yeah. Yeah, file it. File it. You know what? We, I, I double dipped because I knew I was watching it for this. Mm-hmm. And, and so you guys won't hear it for like another two weeks. But I was going to pick something else for, for Cinephobe oh. at the end of an episode that we just recorded. And then these, these jackasses, Amin and Maze, started being jerks to me. And so I said, all right, you, you know what? We're doing Ghost Rider. So we are actually recording Ghost Rider Cinephobe tomorrow. Nice. Well, I'm glad oh, to hear that because, uh, you know, I this is going to be out tomorrow. And so we got a two-week head start. So yeah. you guys could – now, I can't wait to hear you talk about that because I think that uh, – I, I have a feeling there's – it means to have some thoughts. But, I, I have a feeling um, I, I will be alone on this one. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the Cage acting in this because there's some – you talked about the mm-hmm. Community episode about Nick Cage. There, I think the scene where he is first turning into the Ghost Rider is in the All pantheon time. of cage scenes. It's just like, I want you to talk about, I, is that just, what does that yeah, scene yeah. mean to you? It's Square right on. up there with the bathroom scene in Mandy. And if you guys have not seen Mandy, it is a weird, like, art house revenge movie um, that is 35 minutes of why am I watching this? This is the slowest, most boring thing I've ever seen. And then it gets to the point where it's time for Nick to get some revenge and he goes nuts. And there's this bathroom scene where he, like, he, all you have to do is watch the bathroom scene. It's on YouTube. Like, it, mm-hmm. he goes absolutely. Oh, it's Mandy the horror film? Like, yes. it's like super gory. Okay. I yeah, remember the super gory. It is yeah, yeah. batshit crazy. Like, I mean, he goes, like, it is 100% Nick Cage is back. Like, he mm-hmm. is back in this movie. And this is what. I fully believe he drew on this mm-hmm. this moment in Ghost Rider to get back to that because I mean that's behind the scenes footage. I re- like I need to see that without the effects. Yeah. I need to know what the table read was like. <laughs> like I bet he does that stuff at the table read, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like he does. Like he's. I I think he's always committing, and so to watch him to watch art mm-hmm. evolve in front of your eyes, right? Mm-hmm. We don't often get to see that. We often see, you know, oh, this guy had a good scene or, oh, what great line Mm -hmm. delivery, you know, and it's good. But to see, I felt like I was on fire. I felt like my (laughs) soul was burning. I felt like I was going to turn into a a flaming skull Mm -hmm. and have a motorcycle. Like, that's what I felt. How does this jacket feel like it doesn't have just bones under it? That's a great question. Wow. (laughs) Look at Jerome. Yeah. I think he's got like he's wearing shoulder pads he's wearing shoulder pads but 
my favorite DVD commentary ever mm-hmm. is the director of the, if you watch the DVD commentary, the director's commentary of this movie, which I did back in 2007 when that or 2008 <laughs> when it came out on DVD, whenever that was. Mm-hmm. He addresses the rumors from yeah. from blogs everywhere saying that Nick Cage's abs were CGI. And let me tell you, folks, they were not CGI. That is all 100% oh, yeah, Cage abs. He, right yeah, yeah, he was, he was ripped. Speaking of but commitment, the, like that's like a seven second on cam in front of the mirror. And he did it all for that. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Cage is, is, a, is about that ab workout life. And mm-hmm. it's so much to the point that the director felt the need on the director's commentary to say, well, no, that's it. That's the thing about about Cage in this movie. He came into this saying that he wanted to add more depth to the character, and I mean, I felt like we couldn't get any deeper. Oh, <laughs> Mariana <laughs> Trench of characters at this point, right? Like it's, it's as deep as you can go without hitting the Earth's core. Yeah, he likes watching monkeys on TV. Right? <laughs> Who doesn't? If you told me right now, Zach, turn to channel like eighty-two. There's chimpanzees doing karate. This podcast would be over for me. I would be watching yeah. that right now. <laughs> so can we talk about how this is the first film role of actress Rebel Wilson? I don't know if you guys yeah. recognize her. <gasps> yes. And yes. I forget exactly where I think it was an interview where she talked about that. All she said, like all I, the, the only thing she could say was that she is legally prohibited from talking about some stuff about her experience as a ghostwriter. Many people speculate because of other things she's alluded to that is about the hairpiece that Nick Cage was wearing in the movie. Um, uh, hold on, let's not get some unsubstantiated rumors about an alleged hairpiece. Like I, I looked at his hair in this movie, it looked like all Cage to me. <laughs> yeah, it looked like all caged animals. Is it, it looked like all Cage to me. This is not a situation that the young Cage got right was yeah, matching that, hair. that's it that's literally the only thing yeah. he got right yeah uh i i don't know i i just think it's it's always funny too to see nick cage um it's much worse in next because he's even older than jessica beale but it is always funny to see nick cage looking like nick cage like making out with a beautiful woman and it just it just makes you it makes me just feel their bad. first kiss in that apartment when mm-hmm. she's supposed to and i if i remember correctly leave town yeah yes mm-hmm. And goes another day. <laughs> just, um, when she pulls him in for the kiss, it, I, it might be like a like an amazing commitment to acting that he like he plays it so unexpectedly that he doesn't even go in for the kiss. Like he gets like pulled yeah. in that way. So I like to me, I yeah, just think it is that is a mis- it's, it's definitely a different gentleman. choice than that look he gives Jessica Beale on the Native American re- reservation in next. You know what I'm talking about, Zach. That's also a good movie. That's the one. <laughs> I believe him in that movie too. I don't know. See, I don't like this. Only... I don't like. I don't like how you trans. Zach, you transition Zach. from oh, maybe this is a hairpiece in Ghostwriter, which no, I don't agree. To oh, what, what about his hairpiece in Next? Which I he doesn't think have a hairpiece in Next. He doesn't. I don't think he has a hairpiece in Next. His hair looks a lot worse. <laughs> his hair looks amazing. It's supposed I, to look like I, a Las like, Vegas like showman. Like that looks that, like Las Vegas showman only... to me. The only time you're ever allowed to say the sentence "next is a good movie" is if you immediately follow it up with "Wait, I made a mistake." You know, 
It's real next day. You know I will 45 about. minutes from now. I will say I've made a mistake and then we can go back to all the things that are relevant based on this conversation. So. Uh, um, anyway. Uh, yeah. Yes. So um, does anyone else have any more notes? Um, I kind of went through a lot of my notes. I said that I did say that so many of these choices look like the director saw natural born killers like the night before and was like, Oh shit. You know that bit yeah. where like people's faces mm-hmm. changed devils doing that the whole movie. Like that really, it's a lot of devil mouth in this yeah. movie. Like a lot of devil mouth. They love that, that shot. Um, also, I don't know if you guys noticed when he's on the bike and he's catching up to the news van to talk to her. Um, I wouldn't say, I believe that Nick Cage was on that motorcycle. Like, oh it my is gosh, the face replacement CGI. Shocking CGI to replace his face. Mm-hmm. Not as bad as the mustache from Jim Caviezel, but it is. It's Did you say there. Jim Caviezel instead of Henry Cavill? Whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> <laughs> That's how irrelevant. They're both irrelevant. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, it's- so, okay, random notes that I have here. Uh, for a stunts, the football arena looks like it's in Madden. Mm-hmm. It does. It does, actually. Yes. Also, it, they, it, they, they got it wrong. They yeah, said, yes. field goal to field goal, 300 feet. I'm like, motherfucker, there's two end zones in there. That's not 300. That's 360 feet. You're shorting my man 60 feet on this. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's and, all a swerve just because to set up for the helicopters. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt there. Oh. Yeah. What? No, I think it's if it's Enzo Day, because the fact they say field goal to field goal, that has to be 360 feet. And then that's what? How many <laughs> yards would that be in Canadian football? Oh, no, the Canadian football one is at the beginning of the end zone. Never mind. I was thinking, I know the end zones are longer in Canadian football, but the field goals are right. back. Well, also, all right. Now, there's some real risk reward. I know he's made a deal with the devil. Sure. Mm-hmm. To have those propellers going. Yeah. The helicopters. And he just Sounds. went early. Here's a, all right. Here's, I got a theory that just came to me. Mac has been trying to kill him for years mm. because Mac is always saying, do this, do that, do this. And as Jerome mentioned, we're like 50% accuracy, you know, success rate on these jumps. The yeah. one time he doesn't tell the most dangerous time. And the one time he doesn't do what Mac tells him, he just goes, he makes it safely. Mm. And Mac seemed pretty upset that this happened mm-hmm. right so he got he got, he got what he that's why he wasn't innocent that's why also you see doing what the that he did on his right. terms mm-hmm. yeah, right that's a really good point max been trying to kill maybe max the villain in this we didn't know he might be definitely a more compelling villain than uh black star black heart black whatever um, <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, black star. i don't know if it had been most definitely Oh, hey, my God. also shout out to this movie for making $228 million. Ooh, I saw that in my eyes. Just it may, it, it, they got a sequel. They certified a sequel. hit. That is a hit. Oh, my made $118 million more than its budget. That, $110 I mean, million dollar budget. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, question for the group. What is sure. the better comic book movie interrogation scene? This one. Or the Dark Knight. Uh, it's kind of close. <laughs> when he tells him about close, that, you know, yes, I was thinking about when I retire, I'm going to be a cop. Yeah, this is no question. <laughs> Ghost Rider is the better interrogation scene. No question. Yeah, the Joker yeah. never tells Batman he wants to be a cop. <laughs> exactly. He never tells him. There's nothing cool with, like, I still don't understand what happened with the lighter and the flame. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy went from, I'm going to smoke to, I've quit smoking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's depth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
All right. Um, what else do we have here? Yeah, let me see if I if I let me see if I have some stray stuff. Um, so what you call it? Cage says instead of a hard drinking and smoking badass Johnny Blaze, he wants to play play him as more as someone who made this deal and he's trying to avoid confronting it. Anything he can do to keep it away from him, and you just you just felt that you felt like the heart, the spirit mm-hmm. um, throughout the movie in terms of of really Cage just caging it. He's just like really just a cagey vet uh, going into this movie and really showing us uh, what real acting is all about. Um, I, a couple of notable lines. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, all out of mercy. Mm. <laughs> what a good line. Um, and good line. this, I mean, we not necessarily giving Eva Mendes flack, but I guess what they how they treat her character. Smartest person in the room right here. Sulfur, ever heard of the Old Testament? Bingo. I mean, oh Brimstone. Bingo. I um, love any time a superhero movie tries to incorporate, like, heaven and hell, it's, like, the most basic things, but they have to explain all of it. I mean, it's, speaking of another Nick Cage movie, it's, like, every single religious reference is, like, when Nick Cage looks up what happened on September 11, 2001 in Knowing. Um... It's the only time I've ever seen Amino Hassan be offended. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I would like to say Bird Box stole the concept of the seeing, uh, you know, how they, they, they open the people's eyes and they oh, see something terrible. Yeah. See, they stole it from Ghost Rider, man. Yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say that Ghost Rider set the next 13 years of cinema. That, like set, I the, mean, set the groundwork for it. I want to disagree, but there's just, I don't have the facts on my side. It's it's a you know it's it's an easy stance to take, but it's still a stance I'm gonna take. The Ghost Riders set up our entertainment world. Also, AC, maybe you can answer this for me. Is it is it typical that they call Ghost Rider Bonehead? Because Sam no, Elliott kept calling no. him Bonehead. I feel like I feel like that's something a character like the Thing would say to Ghost Rider, call right. him Bonehead. Even Spider Man right. might say that too. Uh, he might say that, but I don't know if anybody else is going to really be calling him Bonehead. It's real, it really is on the nose, like a little too on the nose. Yeah. Also, like, should, should call revealed. him Scully? Maybe like Scully. a X-Files? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to X-Files. Um, <laughs> X-Files nod in the middle of Ghost Rider. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> why not? Yo, yeah. uh, Eva absolutely rocks, um, rocks Ghost Rider when she says you're still the same person. You're better paid and more fans, but you're still just a carny. That's oh. a fuck. Like that is. <laughs> if someone told if if someone ever told me you're still just a carny, whether I'd ever been a carny or not, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm devastated. The still like, you don't is really the insulting thing because it's like, oh my god, you thought about. Oh, we lost him again. Oh, we lost him again. I'll tell you that damn Blackheart. It's up to no good. <laughs> um, well, yeah, you know what? You bring up Carney and does have an early note that I have here. Uh, is that a traveling circus or was that just set there? It felt like it was just set there, right? Right. And then also, like, how long ago is that that that's a viable career? Because we're talking like he's learning how to be a Carney in the late 90s, 90s, mm-hmm. maybe? Right. How does being a Carney take a lot of 
training? I mean, I, I think is I think Carney is not really the right way to describe it because he does he's a daredevil, which is like different than just a run of the mill Carney. Question, Jake, did he work yeah. at a carnival? That is true. I know, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're a carny. That's whether fair. you're selling popcorn That's fair. and you're doing I guess what I'm saying here. is, I guess what I'm saying is, I think that the learning curve of being a daredevil is probably longer than the learning curve of selling popcorn. I do want to ask a question about being a daredevil a motorcyclist. Um, to, with regard to the father-son dynamic, who accuses a daredevil motorcyclist for being a hotshot? That's a great, I had that note as well. Like, how is that an insult? Yeah, <laughs> like that jump that's motorcycle shot your work. fire. How dare you, hotshot? Yeah, How you're literally you. a hotshot. Like <laughs> your that's your job is to show off on fire at that point. Oh, it is foreshadowing. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. See, just yeah. this is. I'm not gonna say it's, it's the best Marvel movie, mm-hmm. but if I had to rank them, mm-hmm. Ghost Rider mm-hmm. is definitely the least worst one. Yeah, mm. I mean, I, the, yep. the way you're yep. describing yep. it, like the way this ties back together, it might as well be. I mean. I might as well be get out the way that like you look back. It's like, oh, I didn't realize that uh, this, this whole thing. I mean, let me ask you, it's a puzzle. Let me Unless ask you a eight years to write this. Sure. Did Get Out come together before or after Ghost Rider was made? After. After. Okay. So, oh my yeah. gosh. Mind yeah. blown. Yeah. Mind blown. Mm-hmm. Oh, so something, Jake, you brought up um, before we started, and I thought this is important in terms of, of Ghost Rider. How much better was it than Dark Phoenix? Because mm. Dark Phoenix, we did on this podcast, Zach, and it's, it's I gotta tell I've you. I've heard it's, it's real bad. It's, I have oh, not, it's really what? bad. It's not worth Ooh. it. It doesn't have Nick Cage. There's really <laughs> nothing redeeming about it. <laughs> yeah, I would say movie. that, honestly, it's a, it's a little better. Um, it's more fun to talk about. I mean, excuse me, Ghost Rider is much more fun to talk about than Dark Phoenix is. Yeah, and uh, neither it doesn't have like Nick Cage, Sam Elliott, or Eva Mendes, or Peter Fonda. Like, there's just this yeah. is. You don't have the all star cast. No, I mean you um, do, which is the unfortunate about Dark Phoenix. There are there's a lot of people in it. <laughs> it's just it's not good. It? I know, I know the I know the girl from uh, Game, what of Thrones, is it? Right? Game of Thrones and right. well, but it's her. Yeah. It's like Jennifer Lawrence, Michael Fassbender, James McAvoy, Jen Lawrence, Jessica Chastain. Yeah, Jessica Chastain's in it. Um, Nicholas Holt's in it. I'm done yeah. with McAvoy. I don't know if I've told you guys that. I'm absolutely. Ooh, I think I've heard this. Wait, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I so done with this dude trying to have a, an American accent. I'm just out. yes, <laughs> I, I can't rich. do it. Fassbender, <laughs> uh, he's fine. I don't like this Nicholas Holt guy. Um, Jen, I love. Yeah, Ty Sheridan don't think is a real person. No, I do like. <laughs> he, the, I yeah. like even Peters. Evan, Evan Peters. Peters. Evan yeah, Peters. Evan yeah. Peters. He he's probably the best part of the. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has the best scenes for sure. Jessica Chastain's in this movie. Jessica yeah. Chastain gives oh, one of wow. the worst performances I've ever seen a good actor give in in a movie ever. It's it's actually, it is truly breathtaking how bad the choices yeah. made by a great a great actress are in it, and it's. That's probably my favorite part of the movie to watch is just to be like, what on God's green earth are you doing, Jessica? You're one of the best actresses alive. Yeah. Future cinephobe. Um, Can I ask a question Dark about Phoenix, the maybe. devil's powers? <laughs> sure, the devil's powers, yep. Okay, the devil's powers. Um, so we know that the devil cures uh, Johnny Blaze's father. Mm-hmm. How does he do it? Like when he wakes up the next morning, did he alter all of reality or did he just cure? Because so what happens I is can, like the father yeah. comes in and like he comes through with the doctor looked at the x-rays again. Mm-hmm. When did he look at the x-rays again when it was an overnight situation? 
This mm-hmm. is a good point. Now, what I can tell you is this, I can reference once again, and I wasn't intending on doing this, the 2005 film Constantine starring Keanu Reeves. Right. Okay. Constantine is dying of lung cancer in the movie, right? And so it ends where God is trying to take him up to heaven because he does a good thing, but the devil doesn't want him to go to heaven. So instead, he reaches his arms into Keanu Reeves' chest, like through his chest, and rips out all the tar and soot on his lungs and throws it on the ground so he no longer has lung cancer. So oh, the devil like can that, do that. The devil can do that. So that's what he did. He, Which, he's no, but, sleeping and he goes, <laughs> takes all the tar out and throws it on and the I'm, ground. And I'm fine happened. with that, but I guess like it's just that how time works between him signing his contract, waking up the next morning, which doesn't seem like he slept in anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at what point does a doctor decide like in the middle, like wake up in the middle? I wish that would yeah. be a great deleted scene. The doctor wakes up in the middle of the night and is just like, just oh, it doesn't feel right. <laughs> He's just standing he over. it again. Yeah. Oh, it was just, it was Arby's sauce on this thing. It's actually clean. It's <laughs> it was dead beef and cheddar. <laughs> And then, oh, yeah, okay. I, so here's what I think. Mm-hmm. Although we did find out later, the devil really can't do anything. No, <laughs> um, yeah. He's mad. Like, it's the most I think it's just a, like a snap of the fingers. I don't think Jake's yeah, theory, yeah. Constantine theory I'm, I know. is I'm wrong. Just, I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's wrong. But, but without seeing that deleted scene, I do think there's something where it's just go to bed when you wake up. Yeah. Right? right. So, I mean, Could have used and, a cure cancer montage. But it did, yes, the movie yes. ran long a little bit anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's, uh, I think we got hit most of the stuff about Ghost Rider. Um, now, uh, I've never seen Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Uh, Zach, is it better or worse than the first Ghost Rider? Um, it's. I heard they it, really it, like it, take it places. It's aggressively not as good. Like it is. It is I wow. remember my only memory of Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance is that in a class in high school when it came out, a kid who had so I, I'm not sure what, but he had some mental disorders. He definitely was, uh, you know, and he would one day went up to basically every single person in the class desks and told them that they needed to see Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance because it was the best movie I'd ever seen, and so that's why I've never seen it. Because that is the, the George. I'm like, I don't know if this, he said it was better than the first one, but you're saying he's not. You're saying that this kid was incorrect. That is not I, better than the first I, one. Look, I don't want to tell him what his reality is, what his truth is. For me, it doesn't quite line up with this Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Although, again, we're tying worlds together. Idris Elba is in Ghost Rider Spirit yeah. of Vengeance. Uh-huh. So, That's right. okay. we do have more crossovers of the one guy who can walk between worlds yeah he yeah i mean that's how he got there use the bifrost i mean i think i I don't know what you just said but i agree yeah (laughs) yeah i mean like that's i think what it's turned into (laughs) my pitch that um if nick cage doesn't want well he can return as ghost rider but maybe not the current ghost rider and retake the sam elliott role but what i really hope happens mm-hmm. is that we treat the entire time like it is a reveal that he's ghost rider about three quarters into the movie mm-hmm. <laughs> that is... <laughs> or matt ac and, and, if... yeah. and has never heard of 9-11 at the same time <laughs> 
911. Is that, isn't that that number you call if you got emergencies? Right. Um, <laughs> no, but AC, what would, yes. would you have screamed in the theater if in Endgame when uh, Wong and Doctor are opening the portals, if they open one and you just see Nick Cage on a motorcycle and his head goes ablaze, he starts oh, fighting think, Thanos. I think can I, 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 I legitimately share it to you. Yeah, um, Denzel Glory too. wouldn't need Wong to do it because again, can't cross between. Right, 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 He's got right. this magic one. portal. He is yeah. the magic portal. Yeah. I so would have yeah. run around the movie theater <laughs> like in celebration <laughs> if Nick Cage popped up in in Endgame. Like I would. They should have sent him against Thanos first. Nick Cage does need to be in a Marvel movie. I think that his energy. I think he definitely could uh, spice one up. Just, you know, if they take whatever Marvel property, they're afraid it's going to be boring and just give a role to Nick Cage. It's like, okay, we got it. This movie's going to be interesting. Uh, Nick Cage. Let him be the Hulk. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Could I offer like an option for Endgame at least? Uh, Sure. He doesn't come in with everyone there, but he replaces Captain Marvel in the scene that crashes through. Like his motorcycle crashes through the ship. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then and then just the same way that you saw Captain Marvel come up and said it's Nick Cage as Ghost Rider whipping a chain around. And I mean, yes. if he did the look, if he point. did the look to Thanos, Thanos has killed half the people on every planet in the universe. That He's... is quite a penance stare, my friend. Yeah. Like, that is <laughs> that is part three. Yeah, <laughs> He's that's just rolling through for three hours. <laughs> Ghost Rider, man. Uh, so yeah, and he could he could have caught he could have caught yeah. the what is it the fucking glove or whatever it is he could have lassoed yes, that thing. Oh gauntlet. yes, yes, the glove. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be the. That uh, I think what we learned is that Ghost Rider is the best superhero uh, ever put on film. Yeah. I think is the the conclusion. That I didn't expect us to release to reach this conclusion by the end of the episode, but you know that's what happens when you have a persuasive expert like Zach Hollywood Harper on. You know what? Um, that's what happens look, when you get in the cage. I am minutes from Hollywood right now. Mm-hmm. Minutes from Hollywood. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go. They're they're stupidly, you know, bringing production back. I think in a week or two. So I'm gonna go, and I'm getting Endgame, or I'm getting the Avengers get in the cage, greenlit to where we get just the penance stare for three hours. I yeah. think that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. it's it a is phenomenal a, idea. Yeah. I think, yeah, and EP Jerome Chang. But I really want to thank Zach Harper for coming on to oh, this episode of Marvel Cinematic University. It would really be, not only would you have been offended if we didn't have you on for this episode, I straight up wouldn't have done it. Like, it just would have been, it would have been sacrilegious. I would have uh, learned how to hack. It wouldn't work at all. I w- yeah, I would have learned how to hack just to take <laughs> down this, this podcast. It, and yeah, so even though it was a necess- necessity on all sides, I want to thank you for joining can um, I, before I, I go yeah. real quick, sure. can I take a shot at Captain America? Just oh, real quick. Go for it. By all means, if Nick Cage, if Johnny Blaze did the penance stare to Captain America, 100% you see some pro Nazi stuff. That's all I'm saying. Oh. It's just 100% you see at least a week of him being, you know, this Hitler guy's not bad. By the <laughs> way, there's actually a, yeah. Zach, there's actually a book where that's a thing. That's why your child just cried. He <laughs> yeah. He's like, Daddy, oh, but- why do you have that Nazi symbol on a t-shirt? Well, let, listen. Let, let me th- oh, Zach, but before before you go, what you call it? I know we kind of signed you, pre-signed you to a three-pod deal. Yes. Um, so we have the spirit of vengeance that eventually we'll do. Already in. And then the uh, and then 
I don't know what's going to happen because it's so 2020 that for, for Big Boss to come on this podcast. It's just so 2020 and all the things you would never think of. What can we um, convince like, him to do? Let me tell oh, you. No, we, <laughs> I can get Waz on this podcast if oh, you just boy. allow me and him to mm-hmm. shit on Black Panther with you guys. Oh, yeah. Get on. yeah I mean, listen, with, look, okay, I don't know if I'll shit on it as well, but you definitely get shit on it amongst us. When I watched it the first oh, no. time, I was like, yo, this is a good movie. And then I watched it a second time, and I thought, oh, my God. I am not as in love with this movie as I was the first time I watched it. It is one of those that I, now it's after a third time, who knows where I'll be, but I know yeah. if you want Waz on this, you got to let him just shit on. Oh, oh yeah, that's fine. I, was having Black Panther. Panther. I wouldn't have Waz if I was going to get the uncut Waz. I, I mean, what's the point of having Waz if we're going to have him? Uh, I mean, yeah. No, we got to let, let him go. We we're not bringing Waz yeah, on here to do a penance <laughs> stare or something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So Spirit of Vengeance next. Yes, Spirit Spirit of Vengeance. Yeah, we'll 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 do a we'll have a gap because I don't know if I can consume another Ghost Rider movie for a little bit. But, uh, but can uh, you I want to thank Cage also. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes, Without that's true. I can do Nick Cage. Yeah. Um, I can do any Nick Cage movie at any time. But uh, people can follow Zach Harper on Twitter at Talk Hoops. You can read his writing on The Athletic. Listen to him uh, on uh, the Count the Names Podcast Network on all athletic podcasts. Um, and, uh, this, you know, Cinephobe, which is on the Count the Names Network. Am I missing yeah. any of your credits? Uh, SiriusXM NBA Radio. If you uh, oh, have yes, SiriusXM, right. uh, you know, I'm on like, I don't know, three, four times a week. Yep. Cinephobe uh, for, Fridays. For all, Cinephobe all the dads Fridays. with the built-in Sirius in their, uh, you know, Mercedes. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, if you're a dad with, the, with SiriusXM in your car and you don't even know it, it's that I thing mean, to channel 86. market for this podcast, so. I, I mean, <laughs> it'll be, I'll tell you this right now. We've, we would have monetized it if I, at this point if it was. Uh, <laughs> if we had the 50 year old dads, I would have definitely found a way to monetize this. Anyway, AC, what you can find you me, on the internet? Well, you can follow me on Twitter at AC Spotlight 95. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it for now. It's been a crazy couple weeks, so yeah, just stay safe and keep hanging yep. in there. Hey, you too. A hey, shouts to AC and all our mail workers that are keeping us afloat. You know, uh, I don't know how you do it. Uh, Jerome, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Black Dragon Roll, and once again, shout out to our fifty-year-old dads out there. <laughs> if you are, if you're, if you're fifty or over, and you listen to this podcast, like tweet at us. We're, oh yeah, I mean, no, you're I'm an instant yeah. guest at that point. Yes, absolutely. If you're, if you're forty-nine or younger, don't even yeah. think about contact. No. We'll talk to you in a year. Ask. <laughs> yeah. Hey, exactly. okay, youngin. Uh, <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter at the J Christie. Um, and I actually just started a new podcast because uh, mo- of quarantine because I was bored with uh, Andre Barrera, friend of the show, where we are rewatching the USA Network original series Monk. It's called No Funkin' Strictly Monkin'. Um, Monkin' it. And uh, we're going episode by episode. <laughs> if So if you are a 50 year old dad, odds are you did watch Monk. So definitely so tune into that. Because uh, that, I mean, boy, do I have content for you. Uh, you know, a 15 year old procedural show. Anyway. Uh, thank you guys all for listening and follow us on Twitter at MC University Pod. Um, rate, review, subscribe to all this. Uh, have I did I miss anything I'm supposed to say at the end of these AC? No, no, I think you covered everything very well. I Thanks to everybody too. for listening. Oh, thank you. We'll and I hope this sounds good because my internet cut out several times, but Jerome was recording too, so I'm just gonna use his yep, recording. I got you. <laughs> yep, um, and uh, it was nice seeing you all. And uh, yeah, thanks, Zach. All right, thanks, guys. It was a pleasure. Thank you, you guys. Bye bye.